0: We are in the home stretch of 2021. It's that time of year when many are looking to create a vision and plan for their upcoming year. We know that without a vision, the people perish, the Bible tells us. And we also know that without a plan, we drift. But before we do a vision or a plan, before we set up a future that we really want to build, there's an important step that's often overlooked or skipped. And it is really very powerful. I've been doing it since 2012. It's one we must do before we begin a new year, and that is that we must complete our current year. What does that mean? How do you do it? That's what I'm sharing with you today. But imagine capitalizing on the wisdom of a year by knowing the mistakes that you're not going to repeat and also knowing the successes that you've had, the things that you want to leverage so that you can more easily and effortlessly with less work produce them this year. What's more, I'm going to show you how to do this in four steps. It's the difference between building your desired future on concrete or sand, and it truly is a lever to help you reset and refresh so that you are letting go of anything that you've been harboring or carrying in 2021 and make sure that you're starting fresh in 2022. Let's begin. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you wanna take your life, business or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey, friends. Well, this is an important time of year for me. It's transition time, right? Many of us right now are looking for that way to pause and reset. I love the seasons changing for that reason. They remind us to be awake for another season, to give pause. I turned 50 earlier this year and there's something about midlife which changed things for me. I'm more aware that this life thing we talk about, it's temporary. I have more years behind me, I think, than I do in front of me. And while I've been taking really good care of myself There is just no escaping that the physical body ages, even if our mind doesn't. I find myself shaking my head and laughing when I think back when I was younger and saying, that's never going to be me. That's not going to happen to me. Oh, yeah. All those things. It's me. And it's good. It's our ego getting humbled and reminding us that it's just like this for everybody, you know, but we can choose how we do it. Today, I want to walk you through what I've done to give reverence to the year and call the insights and the wisdoms and the gifts that it has brought to me, what they can be bringing to you, what they've brought to my clients. Because in this ritual and exercise that I'm going to share with you of completing your year, there's so much opportunity that too often we miss because we want to keep racing and not losing a, a second. Perhaps we have FOMO. And before we start that racing of moving into the holidays and a new year, I'm going to offer you this really fabulous exercise. I'm going to be short and sweet about it and give it to you straight so that you can go take some time over the next few weeks to incorporate it into your world. First of all, a few things that I'm really clear on as I was doing this exercise. I am always amazed by how much I forgot that occurred. Does that happen to you? You know, I mean, sometimes people can ask me what I did the day before, but, and I don't know. And oftentimes I'm with my clients and I ask them, what did they, you know, things about the last two weeks? And they're like, oh, forgot that. Yeah, I did do that. I know. Oh my gosh. Yes. So we tend to forget things, especially the good things. And that's why this is so important to us. The second part of what I got clear on and reminded of is that if we don't take stock and learn from history, that we're going to repeat it. And that's why I'm sharing this with you really, because- Too often I see that people are creating the same goals that they created last year, they have the same vision, or they're frustrated because they're repeating the same types of patterns. But if we can learn from our history and we can see them and spot things, that's the first step, that acknowledgement, that embracing as opposed to resisting, when we do that, then we have the greatest opportunity for setting ourselves up for the experience that we really want and moving from good to great in the process. Now, if you're like me, you can be tempted to skip steps. I like to rush. I like to say, I got this in my mind. You know, I like to move on to the sexier steps. I pick those out. Maybe those are the planning and the action. But I promise you, if you do this, there isn't a person that I have worked this through that isn't stunned by the insights that they glean in these simple four steps, year after year after year after year. So This step, like I'm telling you, this exercise, which has four steps, has been important for people pivoting their work, for increasing their bottom lines, dropping things that no longer work, picking up exactly what does work. It helps them make decisions. It helps clarify things. I think one of the things that's most painful is the blurry, vague states, the confusion that many people work through out their days. So with that type of clarity that you can get from this, so much can happen. So again, I'll make this short and sweet by giving you the four steps to complete your year. And I've done this myself and I do it with others, as I've said, and always before planning in any capacity. So here we go. This first step is to take a piece of white paper, draw a line down the center, and on the left-hand side to list your wins. We should write down all of your wins and your successes over the last year. These should be at least, oh, we should at least have 20. And it's not because you have not don't have 20. I know you have 20. It's just a matter of, are you willing to acknowledge 20? What we have our eye on, what we focus on expands, what we appreciate, appreciates. So it's important that we start to, to spend some time. And if it takes you time and takes you coming back to the list, then do it. But, but go for it, small or large. It does not matter what the size is. It can be a candid conversation you had with someone. It could be asking for what it is that you wanted, what you focus on. Matters. So maybe, for example, you successfully built your business this year, or you hired a new person, or you developed a team member. Maybe you got through a challenging period healthily with a family member. Maybe you became more direct, like I said, in your conversations or your exchanges, whether those be with people at work or home. Maybe you asked for something you wanted at work. Maybe you asked for a new role or new responsibility. Maybe you watched more movies with your kids. Maybe you had more present-based moments or you picked up a hobby or a new hobby with the family. Maybe you're planning for play before even the end of the year. We tend to dismiss our wins, so spend some time on this. It's great if you have a coach because your coach oftentimes gonna track them with and for you. But if you don't have a coach, that's okay. You could start to become that person who makes sure that they have an equal amount of opportunity on their wins and successes as they do on their criticisms. Now. This is step two. You're going to take another piece of paper and draw a line down that center of the piece of paper. On the left-hand side of that piece of paper, you're going to write down your mistakes. You're going to write down your losses, any lost opportunities perhaps. Write those down. These are all the mistakes you made in 2021. What are the things that didn't go as well as you would have liked? Some may be repeats. Here's the thing. It's really important. Do not spend time beating yourself up. If for a moment... You could imagine yourself being a sociopath. As sociopaths don't have emotion, they don't have feelings, that's why they can do what they do without remorse. But for a moment if you can embody a sociopath and just become neutral, emotionless. This is, you know, not about judgment and criticism. This is simply for purposes of information and insight. The better you can do this, the more you're going to get. So the more mistakes, that's great. Then you'll have more insight. So have neutral observation of the things that didn't go as well as you would have liked. We're not meant to hit all of our goals. Goals and targets are really designed to be aspirational at times. Our visions are at least meant to be aspirational so that they inform us of who we are to become and who we need to be as we evolve, right? This is a journey. We're not in a process of just getting her done. This is a process of evolving. And enjoying that process of evolvement, I should add. So go ahead and write these down. And remember, if you don't make mistakes, you're not creating. You're not out there. You can play it safe. Be proud of your mistakes. Be proud of something that you went for that didn't happen exactly. And consider it good to have this list. In fact, you can actually add a win on your first sheet that you have a mistake sheet. Because it means that you're alive, you have a pulse, and that you're actually in the arena as Bernie Brown would say. Okay. So your first step is your wins. Your second are your mistakes and losses. Your third step is on the right-hand side of both of those two pieces of paper that is next to every win and every loss that you wrote is to write down the insight or the lesson or the gift that each of those gave you. I believe it's Tony Robbins who's attributed for saying that if it's happening to you, it's happening for you, what is the hidden meaning or the opportunity from the experience? What are you learning? everything is there to support you, believe it or not. Even the messiest of falls. If you made a mistake, say, I was brave enough to acknowledge my mistake. You know, is strong enough to come forward and say, this has been a problem for me for a long time. That's huge. That takes courage and vulnerability. That takes real strength. So when we can do that, and, and even in those mistakes, maybe you're meant to be someone who ends up supporting someone who actually has that problem, right? Maybe as a manager or teacher or parent, you struggling with something or making that mistake or having that loss is going to be able to help you be stronger for somebody else in your world because then you really have that experience, right? Maybe you got sick this year. Maybe you had a heart scare, or a heart attack. I know it's different, but what backdoor gift came from that? Maybe you didn't stop, taking it on work that's not in your zone of genius this year. Maybe you continued to say yes to too many things. What's your lesson or insight in that? Maybe you're working too hard and not making the progress to the future that you want. What gift is in there? There's something. Maybe you're watching other people take off fr- their Fridays and you and your colleagues are over caring for others. What insight lies in that? So much. It's I'm always looking for the gift in something. So that is what step 3 is all about. After your wins and your losses, step 3 are the lessons, the insights and the and the gifts that you have that are going to support you in setting up your success formula for next year. Okay? Now this is the fourth step and if you do this, this is really going to be this is the bonus. This is the this is the leverage. This is where it really shifts internally that you have an advantage. Listen carefully to this step. This is an easy one to skip because we think it's too out there or it's too woo. Take your list of lessons and gifts and then burn them. Burn it. Really take a picture if you'd like in advance so that you have them to look back to, but if you want, but really it's the mistakes It's and lessons. It's all of this stuff together is setting 2021 20, and saying goodbye and making sure that it is complete, fully complete Once you have all the lessons and the gifts and the hidden opportunities from your mistakes and wins, burn. It's important not to skip this step because it's designed to help you physically and mentally and emotionally release all of the stories, all of the criticisms, all of the unprocessed feelings so that you can clear the decks. You can begin complete, not hold on to old garbage so that you can design an inspired future. I was just reading an article from the New York Times on the pain in the brain. And it's a repetition of a lot of data and research out there. But in essence, it's that when we write down and pull up whatever it is that's causing us pain or whatever it is that's unprocessed, that people have, you know, some say they can attest that their back pains have gone away because our brain holds and creates pain within us, physical pain. But this goes for emotional pain too. There's a University of Texas study that has shown that soldiers who were suffering from PTSD, when they wrote just for 15 minutes a day on that which causes them pain, that when they get that up, that that increased their rate of recovery and eliminating their, their symptoms and syndrome by 60%. more quickly than those who did not do this. So this exercise is that whole opportunity to let go on a logical level, competency level, to certainly know what your win and losses are. But this fourth step is about letting it emotionally, physically, and mentally go. Remember that you're not who you were at the beginning of this year. You're actually not who you were last week. So be willing to let go. Be willing to let go of the regret That's so easy to harbor on those first to forgive are the strongest and those first to forget are the happiest. I've been reminded of this lately. Again, those first to forgive are the strongest. The first to forget is the happiest. And this applies to ourselves, not just forgiving and forgetting about things from other people, but it also oftentimes is more for ourselves. Forgive yourself and forget the past. Complete the past. Let it be done. I must repeat my favorite line from the late, great Debbie Ford. You wouldn't go into yesterday's garbage to make tonight's dinner. So why would you go into your past to build your future? You just wouldn't. So acknowledge, learn, and let go. Those are in essence the three steps. Acknowledge, learn, and let go by completing the new, completing your current year you'll feel like you shed 10 energetic and maybe even physical pounds by letting go. That is a lot about what weight is. We carry weight because we are, you know, have emotional stuff and baggage that we're also carrying. So, let's review. The four steps are simple, but don't make mistake them for being insignificant. Number 1, list your wins, 2, list your losses, 3, write your lessons for each and burn them. This is your clear call to action. There's no confusing it. I will set the stage that I did this. Also, after clearing a whole bunch of clutter, I love to throw things away. This is an opportunity to shed in any way. That could be cleaning your car, shedding garbage in your office, shedding stuff from your home. Get into the, opp- the place of letting go of things. Like I said, when you do, your visioning and your planning will be far more powerful when you can use the insights that you've just had and not repeat the mistakes of your history. Have a delightful holiday, no matter where or how you celebrate. I look really forward to being a part of what you create in the year ahead. Bye-bye. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself, and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.